You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hello, Miami Dolphin fans. Josh here from the same old Dolphin show. I hope that wherever and whenever you are hearing or seeing this, that you are having a wonderful day. As I record, it is late January. The Super Bowl matchup is set. The Senior Bowl is about to be played. And we are still just under two months away from the official opening of the NFL's 20. 21 league year. Uh, What does that mean? It means that we are still just under two months away from actual trades and free agent signings. It means we're three months away from the 2021 NFL draft. And that means we have just under two more months of trade narratives, draft scenarios, and free agent speculation in store. (laughs) Hooray. Of course, this particular offseason is already positioned to be one of, if not the most unique in league history, due in large part to the ongoing pandemic that is wreaking havoc around the country and significantly reducing the NFL's salary cap. But we also have to add into the mix that a number of big-time quarterback prospects are expected to be on the move. Matt Stafford, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Jimmy Garoppolo, Sam Darnold, Jared Goff, just to name a few of them. The biggest name, however, the most unprecedented name, the name that you know, before a few weeks ago, nobody saw coming, is Deshaun Watson. Now, it came as a huge surprise when word began to leak out shortly after the regular season ended that Watson was unhappy with how things were going in Houston. It was such a surprise that most analysis of the initial Watson trade rumors were were sort of couched firmly in the idea that it was unlikely that anything was going to happen. Nick Casario had just been hired as the new Texans GM, and it would be plain crazy to believe that he would allow one of the first major moves, one of his first major moves as GM of the Texans, to be trading away the team's franchise quarterback. A guy who is a top 10, top 5, or even top 3 quarterback in the entire National Football League, depending on who you ask. It wouldn't happen. It couldn't happen. Elite quarterbacks are the cornerstones upon which successful teams are built in the NFL. Players like that aren't just traded away. Especially not when they are about to enter their prime playing years, maybe on the downslope of their career, but not in the ascendancy, not when they're about to enter their prime. I mean, in 2020, 
the guy led the NFL in passing yards and yards per attempt. He was second in passer rating behind only the likely NFL MVP, Aaron Rodgers, and was third in completion percentage amongst quarterbacks who threw at least 390 passes behind Rodgers and future Hall of Famer Drew Brees. I mean, if it wasn't for Deshaun Watson, it's possible the Houston Texans don't win a single game in 2020. They won four. With Houston moving on from Bill O'Brien after an 0-4 start to the season and, and bringing in a new regime, it only makes sense that they would want to hold on to their most valuable asset, their franchise quarterback, who they just signed to a four-year, $160 million extension one month before they fired their head coach. But the rumors wouldn't go away. It seemed we couldn't go a couple of days without more news coming out about how deep Watson's problems with the organization run. It's not just about the front office offering to give him a voice in who the team hired as GM or head coach and then making decisions without his input. It's apparently a deeper issue. It's an issue about the culture that owner Cal McNair and executive vice president of football operations Jack Easterby have created in Houston. And if the problem is a culture problem, that's not something that can be fixed with a coaching hire. Not that Hiring former Ravens assistant head coach and passing game coordinator David Culley was going to fix anything at all. And so the rumors wouldn't go away. And now? Now they won't go away. Because Deshaun Watson has reportedly, officially, asked the Houston Texans for a trade. Now, before I go any further and before I talk about why this would matter to us at, as Dolphin fans, quick reminder to make sure that you are following me on Twitter at Amplified to Rock and make sure that you also follow the show that I do with my brother, the Same Old Dolphin Show. We are at Same Old Dolphins. And then we invite you to download, rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else that you can get podcasts. You should also make sure that you are visiting DolphinsTalk.com each and every day for all the latest Miami Dolphins news and information. Visit PatchVibes.com for unique Miami Dolphins t-shirts, stickers, and patches. And uh, at PatchVibes, if you use the promo code JOSH, you're going to save 20% off of your order. So head over to PatchVibes.com. And of course, visit Manscaped.com for the world's best men's below-the-belt grooming products. Use the promo code DOLPHINSTALK at checkout to get 20% off of your order and free shipping. Pretty good deal. So, uh, as I was saying, Deshaun Watson has apparently officially asked to be traded away from the Houston Texans and has been covered, as has been covered extensively here at DolphinsTalk.com and elsewhere, Watson has almost all of the leverage here. Now, the Texans can certainly refuse to move on 
from Watson. They can refuse to move him. They can fine him if he holds out and save money on his salary should he somehow choose to retire. But being stubborn would ultimately only serve to hurt the Texans more than anything else because they would eventually find themselves in a situation where they lose their franchise quarterback and get nothing in return. And so obviously the right move for them, if all of the reporting is accurate, the the right move for them is to trade Watson and get the absolute haul that they would, could, and should expect in return for him. Watson, of course, has a no-trade clause and, and as such would have and will have outside say in determining where he is traded to. But it is also within Casario's rights to build a list of destinations acceptable to Watson and then pit them against one another to ensure that Houston ends up with the best deal. And yes, I know if you watch the Texans press conference yesterday, I know that both Casario and Cully were emphatic at, at Cully's introductory press conference that Watson is going nowhere. But what would you expect them to say? Yes, uh, we're very excited to get started on our search for a new quarterback. No chance. Of, uh, of course they're going to say he's in their plans because that's how you jack up the price. We're not moving on. Unless someone makes us an offer we can't refuse. But if the reporting is accurate and, and based on how much of it there's been, there's no reason to believe it isn't. There's no chance Houston repairs this situation, and it's truly a matter of when, not if, Watson is moved. So, why is any of this relevant to Miami Dolphin fans? I mean, we have Tua Tonga-Vailoa. We're moving forward with the plan that Brian Flores, Chris Greer, and Steve Ross implemented the moment they were all hired. We've got tons of draft capital, more than ample cap space. We can easily just load up on skill position weapons for Tua in the draft and free agency while also addressing the depth issues we have on the offensive and defensive lines. Why why are we even having this discussion about Deshaun Watson? Well, it's because if Adam Beasley of the Miami Herald is to believe, the chatter at the Senior Bowl this week is that your Miami Dolphins are considered the front runners to land Deshaun Watson in a trade. And that's significant. I, I, of course, we still don't know whether the Dolphins have legitimate interest in making a move for Watson. After all, we're only a couple weeks removed from Chris Greer and Brian Flores giving Tua another public vote of confidence, but... It's something that bears considering because whether you agree to it, agree with it or not, it would be foolish for Greer to not, at the very least, put in a phone call to Nick Casario to see what the asking price is for Watson. I mean, this is an elite quarterback at the height of his powers. This is a quarterback who already is everything that you hope Tua Tungavailoa can and will be. So, you know, at the very least, if you don't make the phone call, it would be malpractice. It would be malpractice for the organization to completely ignore the opportunity to make one of the biggest blockbuster acquisitions in the entire 
in the entire history of the league. And let's not get it confused, okay? When Deshaun Watson does move to a new team, whether that team plays its home games at Hard Rock Stadium, Soldier Field, or MetLife Stadium, it will be one of the biggest transactions in NFL history. And to deny that is to completely misunderstand the situation. But look, I'm not here to tell you that chasing Deshaun Watson is the only way forward for the Miami Dolphins. And I'm also not here to tell you that acquiring Deshaun Watson would be a fatal decision that would doom the Dolphins to another couple decades of mediocrity and roster mismanagement. No, rather, I'm here to tell you that the Dolphins are in an excellent position. Because the Dolphins can make a move for Deshaun Watson. And despite some people's doom and gloom about cap hits and trading draft capital, the Dolphins would not be completely hamstrung financially, nor would their cabinet of draft picks be completely barren if they did make a move for Watson. And I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty of that here because plenty of analysis of that situation has been done and is available here at DolphinsTalk.com and elsewhere. You can seek it out if you need to. But the fact remains that a Dolphins roster featuring Deshaun Watson under center would not otherwise look exactly the same as the team that finished 10 and 6 in 2020. The Dolphins would still be able to make other upgrades. And and frankly, even if they didn't, is there anyone out there who thinks that the 2020 Miami Dolphins with Deshaun Watson at quarterback wouldn't have been significantly better than they ended up? But you know what else? The Dolphins can also not make a move for Deshaun Watson. They can stay on the path they're currently on and use their significant capital to draft dynamic rookies at receiver and running back to complement a big name free agent acquisition. They can make the relatively safe bet that Tua will take a big step forward in his development and use their other resources to strengthen their depth on both lines and in the linebacker core, they'll still be right in the mix. And that is the beauty of the current situation. That's why Chris Greer should be commended for the wheeling and dealing that he has done He has given the Dolphins the flexibility to do what they want, whether it's staying the course or taking a detour. You see, at the end of the day, you you really have four options when you have the kind of draft capital the Dolphins have. One, draft rookies. Two, trade for more picks. Three, trade for better draft position. Or four, trade for proven veteran players. That's it. And Chris Greer 
has positioned the Dolphins beautifully so that they can go with any of those four options and come out better for it. So here's where I am. And here's where, in my opinion, all Dolphins fans should be. We're in a win-win spot. If the Dolphins stick with the plan and continue to build around Tua, that's great. And if the Dolphins decide to make a trade for Deshaun Watson, that's great too. I mean, Deshaun Watson, as I said before, is currently the player the Dolphins are betting that Tua Tungavailoa can and will be. So while the Dolphins would need to part with a sizable amount of draft stock to bring in Watson, they would become immediate Super Bowl contenders. Likewise, if Tua develops into the quarterback we all want him to be, the Dolphins will soon enough be legitimate Super Bowl contenders. It's really just a question of timing. So I'll close today with a suggestion or a piece of advice, if you will. Don't be so fatalistic. The Dolphins are not doomed to fail if they stay the course. They are not doomed to flail around in salary cap purgatory and football mediocrity for all eternity if they bring in Deshaun Watson. They are not automatically going to be a disaster if they draft Jamar Chase over Devontae Smith or if they decide to draft Penny Sewell or or, or Micah Parsons or if they trade down out of the third spot. They're not doomed if they sign Juju Smith-Schuster instead of Allen Robinson or vice versa. Like, I know the current media landscape and the way we all consume information makes it seem like every little thing will have enormous implications for the rest of our lives. And that is certainly true for certain things and some aspects of the news of the world. But that's not what I'm talking about here. Okay. What I'm talking about, what we're talking about is football. Look, I live and breathe Miami Dolphins just like you. But at the end of the day, there are more important things out there. So, take a step back. Look at the big picture. Find your joy. Find your happiness. And remember that whatever your Miami Dolphins do... They are positioned, the Miami Dolphins are positioned to make gains regardless of whatever they do this winter, spring, or summer. Okay? Have faith. We're going to get there, Miami Dolphins fans. We are going to get there. For now, as always, take care of yourselves and each other, and I'll talk to you again next time. Bye-bye, everybody. Go Dolphins!